Welcome to Non-Alcoholics, a podcast produced by two self-aware teens. We're your hosts, who wish to remain anonymous. In today's episode, we'll be providing a little bit of context on who we are and why we decided to record this. Yeah, so, hi everyone. I'm 17 years old. I am Mexican-American, and I grew up in a household with two married parents and one younger brother that's a year younger than me. Uh, I also grew up in a really big family. My mom has nine siblings. My dad has four siblings, which means that I have a lot of aunts and uncles as well as cousins. And we all grew up in sort of this tightly knit kind of communal (laughs) dynamic where everybody is friends with each other. Everybody loves each other. We are always hanging out together and it's a lot of fun. I'm very family-oriented, if you couldn't tell. I am also 17. I am completely Caucasian. My father is Austrian, and my mother is Swedish. And I also grew up in a family with two married parents, my mother and father. And I also have an older brother. He's six years older than me. Um, But my extended family is super small, because while my extended family actually like in reality is very large our small little cluster of family is kind of estranged from both sides of the family we progressed um higher up in economic status and because of that the rest of our family uh resents us a little bit but you know that's fine. So <laughs> it happens. Yeah, that that happens. So we've been very independent and um, kind of take it in stride. Uh, so, yeah, we actually have known each other since the third grade mm-hmm. and we've been inseparable ever since. We go back. We go, we go way back. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of things that we want to talk about in this podcast. And there we, we decided to sit down because... There were a lot of things that we wanted to talk about just in general in life. Um, We have a lot of issues that we needed to unpack. So uh, there were no figures that were our age in the media that we could look up to um, or look to for advice that were also talking about what we needed to hear about. So we decided we wanted to sit down and be that and and get our voices out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we definitely both agree on the fact that there is something to gain from our opinions. While we we might not be experts necessarily, and we don't have all of the life experience, we still think that no matter where you come from, your background, or what age you are, you know, there's there's still value in our opinions and, and, you know, what we have to say. So, basically, we want to get our opinions out there. We want to gain respect and representation for our age group um and and our generation in general and we want to help other young people or you know old people alike (laughs) (laughs) who are contemplating the same issues that we are thinking about Mm -hmm. um but on that note (laughs) a little bit less of the formal introductions i kind of just want to like take it a little bit casual yeah um <laughs> that's really that really isn't us like we're not that yeah. formal usually <laughs> so uh I was kind of wondering if you could talk about being like introverted or extroverted yeah so I actually would consider myself both I am an ambivert which um means that I kind of 
you know, whenever I'm in a group of people, I feel comfortable. And whenever I'm alone, I also feel comfortable. And I know that not a lot of people can relate to me on that necessarily. They feel really uncomfortable standing in front of a group of people, talking, kind of having, you know, you know, being in a, like a group setting. But that is not me. But like, which one re-energizes you? Like, do you feel super tired after being in a group of people or do you feel super tired after being alone for a long time? I actually, I, it kind of depends on who I'm with. If I'm with my family, I feel like they energize me. But if I'm with kind of a group of people in a very, very heavily social setting where I have to actually exert myself and kind of make my presence known, then I feel super drained. But being alone doesn't drain me at all. Okay. Okay, I get it. Yeah. What I, would you say about yourself? Um, well, I think it also depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like everybody, it depends. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really like being alone, but then, like, being alone kind of, like, re-energizes me, and I can calm down and all that kind of stuff, but also at the same time, going out is it's like fun. I know, but only when you're in a mood, right? Yeah, only when I'm in the mood. Yeah. Only when I'm with the right people. If like you forced me to go out, I mean, no. But when I <laughs> like, that goes for every, like everybody. I'm sorry, it's not happening. Yeah. But if I'm sitting in my room alone, there are some times when I literally sit there and I open up like the messages app on my phone and I just scroll through all of my like different contacts Contacts Mm -hmm. and like text conversations and Mm -hmm. I'm like do I want to hang out with you do I want to hang out with you and like sometimes I literally don't want to hang out with anybody oh my gosh wow I think that's where we differ quite honestly because yeah I don't know I'm just I don't know maybe that's kind of my nature but I'm more of an adventurous person so like so for example last night actually one of my really good friends just texted me out of the blue saying hey are you free at eight and I said sure why not and uh she said that she had gotten tickets to go see a jazz band and so I just kind of went spontaneously I was you know I mean if that happened to me I would definitely go like 100 percent 100 percent would go yeah but like if I'm sitting in my room it's a Saturday afternoon at like 2 p.m and I'm super bored like, I'm not going to spontaneously text a friend. Oh, really? Why not? I don't know. Okay. I just, like, I don't know, man. I've never, I've, like, tried to think about it before, but I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't feel like texting you. But I really am bored, and I want to leave, but I really don't feel like texting oh, anybody. Oh, jeez. Okay. I think that's definitely your more introverted side coming Yeah. Out. I don't know. Being both, I honestly really like, I, I like it. I feel like it's a happy medium but then again there are times where I just really want to be alone and I don't find solitude and privacy in my own home mm-hmm. quite honestly I think that you can kind of relate to that to some level yeah but instead where I go to kind of gather myself collect my thoughts and just really really you know enjoy having alone time is actually the forest preserve by my house which sounds super super sketchy and it totally (laughs) is and I love it because of that because then again that's my more adventurous side coming out but what I like to do as kind of weird and horrifying as this sounds is there's this old bridge and it's I swear to god like the wood is molding and it's like so creepy it, it looks like it's gonna break under your weight and so i like to test it you know oh my god <laughs> that's the safe 
rational thing to do. So every time I want to be alone, I walk over to that bridge. I sit down on the edge of it and I dangle my feet over the bridge so that it's ho- like so that I am hovering like right above the water and the current can literally take me. It's not that deep, but still. <laughs> you know what you should do? You what? should okay. You should like go there every single day of the year and take the same picture of yeah. like your feet. Yeah. And then like put them all in like that collage yeah. thing where it's the whole year. That would be super cool. Oh uh, yeah, I, that's true. I actually I don't go there a lot though. I call it my happy place, and the library used to yeah. be my happy place quite honestly. But there's too many people there. <laughs> like I can't find my solitude in the library anymore. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. But what about you? Um, okay, like, just like a side note, just mm-hmm. like a tangent, yeah. I'm not, like, not an adventurous person. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, honestly insane, to be oh. completely honest. Here we go. Because, okay, in January, we were, like, on break and stuff, and I was home, and on January 1st, I was like, you know what? I have wanted to chop off my hair for two years now. I've wanted to do it. <laughs> And I've never done it, and I've never asked my parents, and I've, I've just never, I've never done it. I've always been too afraid, mm-hmm. and I want to. I want to do it so bad. And so the next day, I call my friend, and I'm like, hey, I'm cutting off my hair. Come with me. And she was like, yes, girl, finally, <laughs> you're cutting off your hair. Nice. So I go, and I pick her up, and I'm just, I tell my parents that I'm going shopping. Oh, God. And I was like bye i'll see you later i'm just going shopping with my friend i'll be back soon it's january 2nd keep in mind like everything is closed apparently january 2nd is the actual national holiday yeah of new year's yeah it's when it's like because yeah people are really hungover (laughs) afterwards Uh, anyway the hair salon was not closed i walk in it's empty and i'm like hey uh i don't have an appointment but i want to cut off my hair and they're like okay (laughs) so i go back and I'm like, hi, um, I'd like to cut my hair to my shoulders. And she was like, are you sure? That's a huge change. Because my hair at this point was, wouldn't you say it was almost down to my waist? No. Mm-hmm. It was like definitely mid-back. Yeah. It was really, really long. Yeah. It was so long that I couldn't brush it. Jeez. Because it was just like, it was a mess. And <laughs> it's it's not like a nice hair type. It's not like straight, beautiful, like you see in like magazines and stuff. It's like... It hates me, honestly. It wants to run away. So it just, like, frizzes up and, like, tries to get as far away from my head as possible. (laughs) Oh, God. I I swear it doesn't like me. But so I'm sitting there, and she cuts it off. Like, she just takes the scissors and is like, all right, ready? And just chops it off. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm going all the way, I'm going all the way. Oh, my God. My parents don't know in the first place, and I'm paying for this with my own money. So I'm like, actually, can you give me an undercut? (laughs) So she was like, yeah, what shape do you want? And I was like, "Mm, let's do a triangle. So she pulls up the back of my hair and shaves it off. And I got an undercut and chopped off all my hair, which is exactly what I, okay, it isn't exactly what I wanted. I wanted to shave my head, to be completely (laughs) honest. But... I knew that that would be too drastic of a change for my parents to honestly, handle. Like, yeah. honestly, they would murder me. So <laughs> I cut off my hair. I got an undercut. I'm literally freaking out. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know when, okay, sometimes when you're cutting your hair, 
there's a moment of like, what have I done? Just dread. Just dread. Just, oh my God, I can't undo this. (laughs) It took me 17 years for my hair to get this long. What have I just done? Did that cross your mind? There was never a moment of regret. There was never a moment of dread. It was just like, this is me in the mirror. Finally. Look at this freaking girl go. (laughs) I am a queen. And then, so we left the hair salon. I'm freaking out. I love myself. And (laughs) and I'm like, you know what? We are going all the way. So we drive to Guitar Center. Oh my god. And I bought a $30 cheap whatever uh What's the fake wood called? Laminate. I bought a laminate ukulele. I don't know why you thought I would know that. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. I bought a laminate cheap ukulele and that was it. And I dropped my friend off and I was like, literally, I hate cliches and I hate being basic so much, but new year, new me. (laughs) You took that so literal. I know. I did so hard. And I came home and I walked in my house and my parents just, like, they just stopped. I, th- I think my dad didn't recognize me at first. <laughs> like, honestly. Oh, my God. And and they just, like, stopped and looked at me. And my mom was like, what did you do? <laughs> she freaked out. <laughs> but in the end, I think that my parents loved it. And then my dad was like, I liked your long hair so much. Oh, my God. Like, oh, dad. He didn't have to deal with it. You're cute, but, like. No. <laughs> I actually remember that day because yeah. I was out on, on a date. And oh I remember that you called me and, he, like, I had to oh, answer the phone for you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, wait, what? You got an undercut? Like, what is what yeah. does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't, it didn't register with me until you sent the picture of it. And I was so pumped. And you know what's crazy what? is that I actually felt that the tone of your voice during that phone call was different. Really? Like, I feel like I honestly could sense something different because you just seemed so excited. I was so pumped. I'm still pumped. It's been, how many months has it been? Six months? Mm -hmm. It's been six months and I still have it and I still love it as much as I did then. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten it reshaved down twice. Um, It got super long. Like, (laughs) I, like, waited four months to shave it again. But I love it so much. And the thing is, I did not tell my parents about the undercut. I did nice. not tell my parents. Like, four days later, I was out to lunch with my mom, and I was like, you know what? She's in a good mood right now. <laughs> that is evil. Let's take this all the way. So I was like, hey, mom, uh, have you ever heard of an undercut? She's like, I got one of those in the 80s. I hated it. Oh, my God. And I was like, haha, yeah, my mom got an oh undercut in the 80s. <laughs> So I lift up my hair. She went from zero to a hundred <laughs> so fast. Oh Let God. me tell you, she was so mad at me that I went out and got an undercut on my own accord. But honestly, in the end, there's nothing she could do. Exactly. At that point, at what, that point. she glue your old hair back onto <laughs> it? Oh my God. I'm not getting extensions. <laughs> you know, like, I paid for it with my own money. And... I don't think my dad found out until, like, two weeks later when I wore my hair in a ponytail for the first time. And what was his reaction? He didn't really care. <laughs> for him, honestly. I know. I think he I think he had accepted the fact that I just cut my hair off. And then he was like, oh, whatever. Cool. 
What's that? <laughs> you know what I actually think a really funny story is? And what? I don't think we've ever talked about it since then, but the time we crashed a wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Did we really crash it, though? Okay, no, but... See, we didn't oh, even get a piece of cake. No, we didn't, but okay, so at the time, how old were we? Eighth grade? No, we were in sixth grade. Oh, my God. We were very young, and I heard that my neighbors were having a wedding, and these people are... They are well off. Mega they are very wealthy. rich. Yeah, seriously. And so at this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm on pretty good terms with these people. So I feel <laughs> like if I just kind of sneak in there, sneak out, if they catch me, what's the worst that could happen? I feel like they'll just kind of invite me in. So <laughs> I, I call and I asked her if she's down to coming to this wedding with me. And I'm not sure if at the time you knew that I didn't have an invitation. I think you knew. I, I knew that you didn't have an invitation <laughs> because I didn't tell my mom. And no. I, I, I arranged to sleep over at your house mm-hmm. and I packed a dress yeah. in my bag. Yeah, and we were like, going incognito. Hi, mom. See you later. <laughs> and I got to your house and I, I remember your mom was like, if you don't bring me a piece of cake from this wedding, you are not my child anymore. <laughs> oh my God, the pressure was on it. I actually remember we totally, we dressed up, but we also wore shorts underneath our yeah. dresses so that if if needed, <laughs> we would climb over a gate and not worry about <laughs> flashing anybody. <laughs> if anyone was watching, which at that point we would be caught. But you yeah. know, we were just being safe. And I actually remember that we like, patrolled around their house we went to like other people's backyards (laughs) literally trespassing at this point (laughs) and just like trying to find a way into the party when we ended up just walking through the front door yeah like (laughs) and okay at first we just blended in we were just like children Mm -hmm. at the at the place i remember that there were these two dudes vaping at the bar and i was like god what are they doing and they were like discussing their vape flavors and the one guy was like have you tried cigarette vape yeah it like totally tastes like cigarettes but it doesn't like have any of the effects and the guy was like yeah i have blueberry right now it was, I, was, I, don't, I, I didn't understand at the time like what they were doing i yeah. thought it was like some freak like i honestly thought they were doing math I am not lying. I thought they were doing meth, and I was like, I'm breathing in meth right now. I have to move. Like, I can't be. I could crash a wedding, but I'm not going to do meth. And oh, my God. It was fine until dinner was served. I remember this. Everybody started <laughs> sitting down. Everybody had a place at a certain table to be, and we were still standing at the bar. Like, yeah. where do we go? Everyone was seated and there was nobody standing everybody mm-hmm. had assigned seats and everybody mm-hmm. had like a name on the board mm-hmm. and we didn't have seats exactly. so we were just standing there and the worst part is the dining area was on a stage mm-hmm. a raised stage in their backyard so everybody could see um where we were standing so, in the end, we ended up just walking out of their backyard, and everybody was watching us, and we were so embarrassed. And the gate that, like, we walked out of was in perfect view um, of the street and of where they were sitting. Mm-hmm. So, they essentially watched these two random children <laughs> 
walk out of their wedding and walk down the street and go into a house and that was it and and it honestly we're not very good at decision making that that's the lesson of the story (laughs) no but i also remember that there was someone that was kind of mildly drunk like he was pretty tipsy he came up to us and asked us are you guys crashing this wedding oh did he really i don't remember that wait when did that happen i totally remember it happening it was we wouldn't I don't I don't know. I just remember right before we left, someone asked us if we crashed. Okay. Okay. I I mean honestly, no harm done. We didn't steal any cake. No, we, but you know what we did? We stole a f- flower from the <gasps> centerpiece. We did. Yeah. Oh my god. Mhm. Did you keep that? For some time, we we, <laughs> we kept it in our house, but I remember cuz exactly coming full circle, my mom said that we couldn't go home unless we had a slice of cake. Yeah. And I thought that a flower from the centerpiece was good enough for them, yeah. so I brought it. Yeah, moral of the story. <laughs> oh, God. If your mom gives you an ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fulfill it. Otherwise, don't even bother coming home. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were adventurous. We were crazy. I was a crazy child. I... I was? What? You still are. I mean, I, okay, I can get crazy sometimes, but, like, <laughs> I faced a lot of rejection as a child, which, like, honestly, in retrospect, sounds really sad. But I was, like, crazy to a point where, like, I would get headaches. Like, what? I would be, I, I would, okay, it's hard to explain, but I remember a good example of this is... Our school in elementary school, when you were in fifth grade, you got to go on this, like, team building weekend, and all the fifth graders got to go up to this camp in Wisconsin and do team building activities for the entire weekend. And so I was so excited. Um, And on the day that we drove up there, I was so, 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 so excited, and I was talking, and I was laughing. And I got so worked up and so energized that my face, like, I gave myself a fever. What? My face turned red, and I got a super bad headache, and I had to ask one of the teachers to give me pain medication because I was, like, dying. Wow. Yeah. And it happened to me all the time when I was a kid. I don't know what that's called, though. I don't know either. (laughs) And it still happens when I get too excited. Like, when I laugh too much, or um, I'm too excited. So, you know. You know, just, it happens. Just, just it happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I remember growing up with all of my cousins who I love to pieces. I just remember we had such a good time, because a lot of them are around my age, so I definitely had that kind of support system I guess I don't know they're just a constant source of entertainment you know it's mm-hmm. it's just so great yeah anyway I think that about wraps up our introductory episode on who we are why we're filming not filming what am I saying <laughs> recording oh my god <laughs> sorry um why we're recording and um Look forward to hearing more from us in the future. We're definitely going to dive into some pretty heavy, some pretty 
interesting and pretty difficult questions mm-hmm. and uh, conundrums in the future. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>